welcome to 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the Love Times 2 podcast. Here we are almost midway through the year, and we have yet another indicator of where our culture is going on the issue of life. Once you start looking for it, the cultural indicators are everywhere, not just in formal research. Suffice it to say, once you start seeing it, we have some really big issues to grapple with. And it's not fatalism to take an honest look at the culture. It's just reality. It's like a big reality check that most of us, we don't want, but somebody's got to do it. So we're going to talk about it here on this podcast. So here we are with this brand new release from the Arizona Christian University Cultural Research Center. And it has this provocative title, The Seismic Generational Shift in Worldview. Millennials Seek a Nation Without God, Bible, and Churches. Wow, that's a bombshell. And that's quite an explosive um, title to put on research. That's the kind of title you want if you want people to pay attention to it. But I can just say, even if it's remotely true, we're heading in the wrong direction. And you decide when we talk about the findings of this. So before we go there, what's culture? Well, here's your pop quiz. What is culture? What are we talking about when we talk about cultural indicators? If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, culture is the hearts and the minds of the people. Hundreds of formal definitions, but that's where really what it comes down to. Culture is the hearts and the minds of the people. Want to know where the culture is at? Find out where the hearts and the minds of the people are at. So this new research reveals to us a lot about the hearts and the minds of at least the people that are participating in the research. So what are we to make of it? What are we to make of this Arizona Christian University thing? Um, Well, that's my question to you. I'll share the stuff that's found in the report. You tell me what you think, okay? But before we go there, just a really brief side note. Recently, a friend uh, who listens to the podcast emailed me and just asked about where does natural law fit in? And where does, is it a good basis for uh, arguing for the protection of life? It's 100% true that one does not need to be a follower of Christ in order to accept natural law. So it's a great question. Short answer, natural law, or the view that our world is created with a natural order of things as evidenced by nature, is a powerful and very useful argument for defending life. No doubt about it. And this is why most contemporary Supreme Court nominees have been absolutely grilled in confirmation hearings on whether or not they believe in natural law. So great point, great validity to natural law. But here's where I would just take it a step further. Natural law is very useful when using logic and reason. But what happens when logic and reason goes away? But when a culture descends below what Francis Schaeffer called the line of despair, then chaos, disorder, and ultimately absurdity begin to rule. So the logic and reason that's necessary for natural law is rejected and it all becomes absurd. So how does a culture fall below this line of despair? Happens when it rejects the biblical concept of God. And then everything, like a top that starts spinning initially and it spins a really tight spin, but as it gets out of control, it starts to wobble and then it just kind of goes crazy. This is where every attempt to win the culture that is not based on true biblical worldview is, is destined to go. If it's not based on a true biblical worldview and its truth, it's destined to long-term failure. Anyways, just wanted to talk about that briefly. I appreciate the question and uh, just appreciate that uh, someone's listening to the podcast. So (laughs) um, thanks. And if you have a question yourself, uh, feel free to send it my way. Now, back to the Arizona Christian University research. What does it say and why does it matter? Well, there's a whole boatload of takeaways, but I'm just going to dive into the takeaways from this research that are most relevant to the mission of Love Times 2 in making the world a better place for moms and babies. 
So this was focused on millennials. And in this research, millennials are defined as everyone born between 1985 and 2002. Just a side note, have you heard about the new term being thrown out there about geriatric millennials? So now if you're at the uh, older end of that spectrum, you fall into this geriatric millennials category. I mean, come on, good grief. It's like, do folks really not have uh, anything else to do with their time but to come up with new terms like geriatric millennials? Anyways, here's what the research found. Millennials are far more likely, far more likely than any other generations of Americans to consider an abortion done to reduce personal or economic or emotional discomfort, are far more likely to consider an abortion done for those reasons to be morally acceptable, also far far more likely to be socially liberal and far more likely to champion non-biblical theology. Millennials are far less likely, according to this research, to believe the universe was created by God, far less likely to embrace the Bible as the primary source of morality, far less likely to consider Satan to be real and an influential being. The big one for this discussion is far less likely to believe that we as humans are created in the image of God. This is the one thing I want to underscore with this research and in this discussion, and I hope it's the thing that gets on your radar above everything else. This concept that all of us as humans are made in the image of God, therefore we have enormous intrinsic value. This is the core foundational argument in defending and protecting human life. This is horrifically bad news if this is even close to being true, and I have no reason uh, to doubt accuracy of this research. So here are the specific numbers in case you're wondering. And in fact, if you want to see the entire research project, just Google it. I mean, you'll find it out there. Arizona Christian University does a good job of making their stuff available. And they talk about a lot of other topics that we can't get into today, but you might find interesting. But here are the specific numbers. Uh, 54% of millennials believe humans develop from lower life forms. Only 30% believe God created the universe. Only 31% believe God is all-powerful. 64% believe in karma. 51% believe reincarnation is a possibility. And only 19% believe a universal purpose is to know and love God. And here, again, is the biggie for the purposes of this discussion. Only 40% believe that we are created in God's image. How does that compare to other generations? Well, uh, they tell us that in the research. 57% of Gen X believe we are created in the image of God. 65% of boomers believe we're created in the image of God. So walk through that three-generational phase. You tell me where you think we're heading. 65% of boomers said, yeah, we're created in the image of God. 57% Gen X, yeah, we're created in the image of God. And then we get to millennials, and we're down to 40%. 40% believe, only 40%, believe we're created in the image of God. 43% don't know and don't care if God even exists. Okay, that should be, uh, now, I don't know if it's shocking or not. As we talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast, very few things are shocking, but 43% of those in this research, those millennials that were questioned in this research, 43% don't know, don't care if God exists. So, and here's the kicker. At all these numbers that I just tossed out there, 57% consider themselves to be Christian. Okay, let that just sink in right now. 40% said, only 40% said that we, you know, we believe life is created in the image of God. 
and yet 57% of the same group of respondents consider themselves to be Christian. This is an alarm for the culture, but it's also an alarm for the church. It's an exposure of the biblical illiteracy that's creeping with force, with absolute force, into upcoming generations. And it's not just a millennial thing. It's not just a Gen X thing. It's not a Gen Z thing. It's not a just a, a boomer thing. Biblical illiteracy and knowing when we talk about biblical worldview and biblical truth, uh, that is very problematic to a biblically illiterate world. But when we see this, 57% of millennials responding to this research consider themselves to be Christian, but only 40%, only 40% believe we're created in the image of God. There's a disconnect and a biblical illiteracy going on there. You can't, you can't highlight it any more than, uh, than those two stats. So here it is. I mean, I hear a lot about uh, today's younger generations representing the most pro-life generations ever. And I fully respect those who interpret things that way. Hey, everybody can look at different research. Everybody can interpret it the way that they want to interpret it. And I have friends who interpret this all to say millennials and Gen Z are the most pro-life generations America has ever known. I fully respect that. I work with some extraordinary millennials who do incredible stuff. They're highly talented, very good at what they do, passionately pro-life. So I fully agree that there are millennials knocking it out of the park that are doing some incredible stuff uh, for pro-life work right now. I don't know that I buy into painting an entire generation with a broad brush and saying it's the most pro-life generation ever. Because frankly, when I'm, all this research that I've been talking about here on the podcast for the last couple of years, the numbers are not pointing to that. They're simply not pointing to that. So I really, I, I can't make that comment that the upcoming generations are the most pro-life generations of America ever because I just don't see the numbers lining up with that. Here's where I think we're at. I think we're at this giant fork in the road. And believe me, all of this just points to deeper and deeper discussions. I would not even begin to pretend that we can have a 15-minute discussion on this and solve all of the problems. All we're doing is kind of exposing what some issues are and starting dialogue on it. So I realize this all gets into a deeper discussion. But I think we're at this huge fork in the road. And it's actually hotly debated in a lot of circles. And that is, do we accommodate the increasingly unbiblical worldview of millennials and just say, hey, that's where they're at, so let's accommodate that by just taking discussions of faith and throwing it out the window? Or do we evangelize and stand firm and defend biblical worldviews so that a generation that is moving into biblical illiteracy on what biblical worldviews are understands where we're coming from? And honestly, I don't think it should even be a question. What good does it do to hide faith and then blindly march into accommodation. I mean, the seeker-friendly movement's been doing that for a couple of decades, and I just got to ask the question, how's it working out? I don't think it's working out real well. The answer lies in Christ, a personal relationship with Christ, and in the truth that we see represented in the biblical worldview. So I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about Christ. Our answer is not in trying to entertain. And ultimately, uh, the core answer is not even in politics and judges. The answer lies in Christ. Because if we lose the biblical worldview, we lose the culture, and we lose the core reason why everyone, red, yellow, brown, black, white, doesn't matter, why everyone is valuable, and that's because we are all made in the image of God. Hey, that's it for this episode of the podcast. I've given you a ton of stuff to think about. I hope that you are going to think about it deeply. 
I can say we have some very interesting stuff coming up uh, this summer on the podcast, including some interviews I think you're really going to enjoy. So I hope that you think a lot about this. I hope that you keep listening to the podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever service you prefer. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. This has been 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Join us in the journey at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, and the number 2, dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening.